Hello and welcome back to another episode of Otofu Susume, or Recommendations for My Otaku Spouse. I'm Wesley. And I'm Jen. So let's get started. Today we are back with another recommendation. This was an anime from a couple seasons ago, and I had heard some good things about it. I don't think Jen had heard anything at all. Nope. Today we are talking about Princess Connect Redive. Yay! So I had heard this was a silly, somewhat food-related fantasy story. Silly, fantasy, food-related, everything a West loves. Yeah, pretty much. How are you feeling walking into this? How am I feeling walking into this? How were you feeling? I don't know. Uh, you just said, oh, I keep hearing these. I, I want to watch this series called Princess Connect. I want to watch this series called Princess Connect. I want to watch this series called Princess Connect. And then six months later, we finally watched this series called Princess Connect. <laughs> Yeah, it was sitting around for a while. So did you just finally give in to my badgering and that's why you agreed to watch it? No, I was fine to watch it anytime. You just hadn't gotten around to actually sitting me down to watch it. So I blame you entirely. This seems very unfair. Mm, but true. But honestly, I didn't know anything going in and I was kind of expecting it to be probably like most of the fantasy anime you suggest to me, which is, you know, I enjoy watching it, but it's never the highest quality. I feel like you're talking about Konosuba again. I'm, talking about, I'm always talking about Konosuba and how bad it is. But also, but also like um, the wrestling in another world. Wrestling pet shop in another world. Kimono Michi wasn't the best. It wasn't the best, but I enjoyed watching it. That's true. And I do remember like on episode zero, we, I talked about how Konosuba was just bad. It's not though. But it is. But this had very strong Konosuba vibes. But this had a very similar laid-back, lackadaisical attitude. With the very same fantasy elements of going, getting quests. But it was a lot better. It was a lot better than Konosuba. I enjoyed it a hundred times more than Konosuba. Yeah, it is weird how prevalent in Japanese fantasy nowadays those type of game aspects, like having an adventurer's guild and a quest board and all those sorts of things are... Well, I guess it made sense for this because Princess Connect Redive is based on a mobile game, which yes. was released in 2018, which is a sequel of a mobile game called Princess Connect. And then there's a manga, which only has two volumes, according to Wikipedia. And then the anime was released in 2020. And it's so good. It was really good. It was so good. It was really good. <laughs> I was really, really honestly surprised at how good it was. When people were talking about a comedic fantasy with game overtones, especially when based on a mobile game, I admit I was not walking in with the highest expectations. Ha! I knew it! <laughs> um, unlike you, I actually really enjoy Konosuba. And so if we had just gotten another Konosuba-esque type thing, I think Konosuba does what it does very well. But it's satire, so... Yeah, I would have been okay with that, but I this took it... Konosuba is very much about poking at holes in the Phrasing. Genre. Phrasing. Yes, but it, it's it's... <laughs> You know, having fun with all the trappings of the genre Crazy. and making fun of it. Yes. Whereas this reveled in its place in the genre and decided to tell a wholesome, heartfelt story. And that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Like at all. No. Especially when your hero is your mute, amnesic, silent protagonist. Yeah, he... Okay, all of... What should we go on to? Should we go into the characters or the story... Let's do characters. Characters, okay. I love the characters. Yes, the characters are fantastic. So we're introduced to the main character and he has 
no personality. And I think that's, but it, it was funny. Like the first episode, he's just literally can't do anything and he gets dragged away by wolves multiple With big times. googly eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and the elf girl who turns up to help him is like, ah, oh no. Every single time he gets eaten by a monster. She has the best panicked expression that she puts on like, well, every time he's eaten or anytime something out of the ordinary happens, she gets the same panicked expression. And I laughed every time. I'm definitely going to put a picture in the show notes. Everyone should see this face. It's such a good face. Are you putting up her face or are you putting up the googly eyed wolves dragging him away? Both. <laughs> good. Both are good. <laughs> no, it's... It's weird because he is the silent protagonist because I guess he's a stand-in for the player who would normally be playing the phone game. But I think looks like every other main character in a fantasy series. Yeah, I mean, yes, yeah, 100%. (laughs) But he also, because he's amnesic, they don't just use that as an excuse to have him be everyone. They actually fit that into his story Mm. where he has to kind of relearn some things, but he has memories of some things also. And it's how do they come together? So it's not just a, we want a blank face for the audience to put on, which they do, but then they actually use that in the character, which is a lot better than some of the shows we've seen. Yeah. And I like that he wasn't the typical fantasy hero either, who's like, oh, I'm going to protect my friends and I'm going to, like, he wasn't like um, the main character from Sword Art Online, who looks exactly like him, or he wasn't anything like the main character in Konosuba, who's actually out of the ordinary. No, wait, he's a pervert. So. The main character in Konosuba is amazing. <laughs> And Sword Art Online is garbage. Ouch. It's not that bad. The first half of the first season was good. And it's got four seasons now. Oh, God, I think So we're talking about one-eighth or one-tenth of the show you just said was good? Yeah. I know Kenny likes Gungale Online, which is maybe Sword Art, maybe not. But if you want to listen to Kenny's take, go listen to Shenanibros and deal with their shenanigans. Shenanigans? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I really, really liked the main character. I thought he was... Really sweet and endearing. I honestly didn't really know what to make about his like amnesiac state at first. And then it, it made, as you said, it, it made sense for his character. And he really grew on me. But he also, weirdly enough, didn't feel... It, it felt like all four of them were the main character. Yeah, 100%. He's the player character. And I guess from what I've seen, because I did a little bit of look into the game. I didn't download it. I didn't play it. I didn't go reading up too much. But I did a little bit of looking. And it's your standard gotcha game from what I can understand. You win some sort of currency that you can probably also buy and then you put it into a fake slot machine and out pops a girl. Wow, that sounds like, that sounds great. That sounds like a perfect mobile game. And yeah, that's what they're all like now. Yeah. Except for sometimes the girls are ships and sometimes the girls are dragons. But And sometimes the girls are pop stars who are amazing and you can get different outfits from them and oh my goodness, you are Yui, Yumi, Umi. It's just, ah, uh, anyway, yeah. Sorry, what? What were we talking about again? Don't get back into phone games, Jen. But so from what it looks like is that you get these different girls and then you assemble your fantasy party and you go off and you do quests or whatever. But while you can make your own groups of them, they are all parts of different guilds. Mm-hmm. Which we saw in the anime as well. Yes. Oh, we were going through the characters. Yes. So I, that's why okay. I was getting to introduce the other characters. So in the game, the three girls that he's with are actually a guild in the game. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a random selection of these are the cutest girls. So is he in the game? Is he also, similar to the anime, he's in the guild with them? Or do you get to pick which guild you, you he just goes on random quests with? I have no idea. Girls? I don't, I, I think you make your own party based on the girls you've got from the gacha system. Mm. But 
how exactly that works with maybe they get a bonus if they're all from the same. I have no idea how that works. Again, I haven't played the game. Okay. Fair I'm not getting back into those. Fair enough. Phone games are the devil. Ouch. They, their time sinks is what I'm trying to say. Oh, the time sinks and the money sinks. Yes. 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 So um, I, then we have the, um, I mentioned before the elf girl. Um, Kokoro. Kokoro. Or Kokoro. Koroske. Koroske. That's what Carol calls her. Um, who's, again, she has the best expressions. She's very mild, softly spoken. She's a support character. So she doesn't really do anything besides follow her master around. But not in a creepy way. I was actually kind of pleasantly surprised that, I think that was also a nice surprise was that the, the main character and none of the other characters fall in love with him. It wasn't a harem anime at all. No, which I was really surprised by. Yeah. You know, that's probably why I liked it. It was, it was not a harem anime. Yeah, there's, there's dozens and dozens of girls because it's a phone game, but it's not a massive, huge harem. They're just friends. Which was nice. Which never happens in Japanese anime. <laughs> I mean, they never get together either, but they're never just friends. Um, and then, of course, we have who honestly felt like the main character was Pecorina. Yes. So named because she's always peco peco. She's always hungry. Yes. And she's so cute. I love her outfit. I really want to cosplay that. Yeah, she is the random character who shows up who's super skilled with a sword and wears a tiara and that sword has a bite out of it. And she uses it. We never find out why. I'm assuming she just took a bite one day when she was hungry. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it fits her character 100%. And I swear in some of the flashbacks, the sword doesn't have a bite out of it. Mm-hmm. And those aren't monster teeth. Those are very human teeth. <laughs> oh, so good. And then we've got Carol, who is like the cat mag- cat mage. Yes. Who is, she has a dark past and a secret that no one can know about. She's and dour she's- and sullen and she has an adorable staff that's got a cat carrying a little book. And she's Sundere and she's reluctant to be in the party, but she is anyway. And oh, it's so cute. And I, honestly, Pecorina and Carol carried the show more than anybody else really it was the relationship between the two of them and the and the friction between the two of them that really drove most of the stories well yeah it also tied in most to the plot yeah and the backstory well i mean pecorina definitely had all the plot yeah i don't think any of them had any backstory Ooh, spicy (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so they form this Gluttony Guild? The Gourmet Guild. The Gluttony Guild? The Gourmet Guild. Their mission is to go around the world and try every food. And the way to do that is to do quests that involve helping farmers and kill off beasts that are getting in the way of food trade routes and to kill off beasts because yummy. The Gluttony Guild. Gourmet Guild. But then through different episodes, we also get introduced to, of course... The Gacha Girls. The Gacha Girls. And... By and large, they're kind of a one and done, mm-hmm. but they'll show up in the background of other episodes. So it's not just a, hey, there's your favorite girl. You'll never see her again, but you, she might not get a full episode focus like she did. So here's the difficult question, Jen. Don't say who's the best girl. Which gotcha girl was your favorite? God damn it. I, oh, no, no, no. I know, I know, I know, I know. You're about to say you didn't know, but now you know. I know. Um, it's the ghost that loves pudding. And will possess people to make them make pudding for her because she loves pudding so much. Ah, the pudding ghost was your favorite. Pudding ghost. Is this because you love pudding? It's because I love pudding. And as you pointed out, she kind of looks like a KyoAni character. I found that a lot. There was a lot of KyoAni vibes and character design in this. She definitely was the most. Every time I saw her in the opening, I was like, that's just straight up a KyoAni girl. But there was definitely some strong KyoAni vibes throughout it. Mm -hmm. Including probably, uh, it's hard to say, but who was probably my favorite gacha girl. 
Who's that? Lima. Lima's also amazing. Oh She's God, so fashionable. Didn't you see her ribbon? Yes, and she her skirt. Ah, oh, it's the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's this, um, well, she's a llama or an alpaca. I think she might be two. an alpaca because her fur is so soft. Yeah. It's usually an alpaca when it's an anime. She's not a beast girl. She's, you know, she's Lima. She's a very fashionable girl. She is. She's, she's a young amazing. lady. No, I really enjoyed the episode she was into. Um, I like the rest of her guild, but she was a standout from her guild. Mm-hmm, definitely. Especially because there were two, there was a sister in her guild who was also the sister of a different guild member, but they didn't look alike at all. And so they were like, that's my sister. Like, really? <laughs> there was a bit of that. Um, her story also, she kind of shows up as a one-off earlier, and then she shows up as a major in a story that's very plot-driven, which I liked. It wasn't just so much of a filler episode. Because there were definitely some that felt more like filler episodes. I didn't... I didn't care as much because it wasn't like they set up a massive plot and then spent five episodes not doing anything with it, which was a big problem that I had with BNA. Mm. So the fact that there were filler episodes didn't annoy me as much. Plus this show, I think, just filled out that better because you kind of knew what you were coming into when you're watching an anime based on a gacha game. Mm-hmm. There's going to be filler episodes. Because I, I just I want to preemptively put this out there before anyone comes back and says, but Wesley... You spent all of the BNA episode complaining about filler episodes. And yes, that's because of how BNA was presented. I also spent most of that episode complaining about the fact that they did the dumps, which they didn't with this one. I mean, you think after all that food, she'd have to do the dumps. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> girls don't poop, Jen. Of course not. Or gotcha girls don't poop. Yeah, fair enough. Speaking of gotcha girls, I was just trying to look online for... Um, a picture of all the side characters. Yes. But what I did find instead was a figurine of Kokoro. And so um, I'm going to go to Good Smile right now and see what else they have. Danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> so Lima had some stiff competition, though. because No, no, no. Only like three of them were necromancers. Boo. No, but <laughs> there was a... None of them on their own were best girl, which is why I chose Lima. But there was another guild that they ran into called Little Lyr- Lyrical. Mm, and they're the, amazing. The toddlers? They weren't toddlers. The toddlers. They're not toddlers. There is a, I think they're beast people. I think one's an elf and two are beast people. But one of them is rabbit themed and she has a sword that's a carrot. It's amazing is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Actually, yeah, the carrot, the carrot sword is pretty cute. I'm going to stop looking at Good Smile right now. Okay, good. I'm straight on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Were there any characters that you didn't like or anything that you think could have been done better? Honestly, not really. I mean, I think there was a pacing for one story halfway through that kind of had, it was a, basically a double episode because drama happened in one and then it was kind of left on a cliffhanger and then it came back and you had to save that character and the village. But... But maybe that was just because it was over two episodes and up to that point we'd always had like single episodes that told complete stories. Mm. Honestly, I cannot think of a flaw with this anime. The one problem I had, character-wise, was the Christina character. Christina. She's like the the evil swordswoman who's maybe not evil, who's... But she is. But she is. Yeah. I don't... They she put was, a lot of emphasis on her, and then you never see her for half the show. Yeah, she she was kind of. You figure she's gonna have more of a tie in what's happening than she does, but she has weird hints, and she 
might, I don't, it was very inconsistent. There's going to be a season two, so I'm hoping they do more with her. Mm -hmm. I mean, the big benefit in her favor was that at least she didn't Captain Phasma at all. Where they like build her up and then just have her get beaten off screen and you never hear from her again. No, instead actually like, well, yeah, I don't actually spoil it, but instead they have a really good tie in when she comes in contact with the main characters. Yeah, she's super formidable. So I want to see more of her and there is going to be a season two, which is great. Woohoo! Which I guess leads us into story. Mm. You just said there's no flaws in the anime. Mm. So you really enjoyed the story. Yes. I also really enjoyed, as you said, um, I wouldn't really say the filler episodes because it's not, it didn't feel like the anime was putting off anything. Because filler kind of feels like fluff. It feels like nothing happens. Whereas the each episode kind of had a mini contained story that maybe hinted to the bigger picture. True. You do see a lot of growth among the guildmates in these mm. stories, which is good. And as well as it helps explain the the world. Like, there's an adorable episode really early on. Was that the first or the second with the mushrooms? I think that's the first, because they want to... No, the first one is where Pecorine loses her sword. The second one is with the mushrooms when they meet Pecorine, I think. Yes. So in that episode, I guess that's more of a world-building episode. It's probably one of my favorites in that they're fighting these giant evil mushrooms that one of them has, like, the pompadour. It's like a pompadour mushroom. Yeah, I was actually really surprised that each mushroom had its own design. Yeah. And they were cute. And there's like the little tiny mushroom who they're going to help. And then it turns out he's evil and he's going to suck the brain out. And oh, Pecorina just ate him. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Well, that's what she said. Exactly. Yeah. She was like, oh, they're good roar as well. <laughs> yeah. Nice tasty little mushroom and tasty giant mushrooms, I suppose. Actually, I was really surprised by how just how good the animation was. That's one of my complaints about Konosuba was the animation is absolute garbage. But That's in- really harsh. It's not the best animation in Konosuba. It's the worst animation in Konosuba. It's not the worst animation in Konosuba. Oh, sorry. It's even worse than the worst. Oh, my Absolutely goodness. right. We are getting off the subject here. <laughs> but, but no, but this did have really good animation. I'm really good music. I'm realistic fantasy setting. I kept feeling like I was hearing other songs in the music. Like multiple episodes, including in the final episode that we just finished. I never had that. I would hear a song and immediately hear another song in it. It was the weirdest thing for me because I kept like almost wanting to hum along to a song that wasn't playing. It was, it was, maybe it was just me, but it was super weird and it kept happening in multiple episodes. Mm, you're a strange Wesley. I am a very strange Wesley. But sorry, I got distracted from, by, from the story. Was there anything else in the story? So the last couple episodes, you kind of, as we were saying, they kind of hint at this bigger thing that's going on in a few episodes but they don't really focus it on too much so you don't really feel like they're putting it off plus they're giving you enough drip feed as you go along that it works out and then it kind of culminates in the last couple episodes but it doesn't conclude in the last couple episodes mm-hmm. which so like as soon as it finished you were saying when season two when season two and i'm going is there a season two and we look it up and season two there's going to be a season two which is great I didn't look at when season two. I didn't look at it either. I just saw season two confirmed. I was like, I'm happy with that. Fair enough. That's good enough. Um, so it, I it, I can't say it did its job because I'm not going to go play the gotcha game. And you don't make an anime like this without trying to get people to go play your gotcha game and spend a ton of money. I bet people did go play the gotcha game because of this anime though. Probably. But I'm, it, I'm tempted to, but I don't have enough memory on my phone. Hooray! <laughs> Hooray! Jen has no memory. Wait. And your phone doesn't either. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) 
so I guess in that way it didn't work, but it does really, really make me want more of it, mm -hmm. which is what I'm always looking for in a story. Mm -hmm. Even when a story, I don't know, it's just how my head works. Even when a story like wraps up perfectly, I still want more of it. You if know, it's like, good. If it's good. Like if you're reading a book and it's super good and you get to the end of it, you're just like, I'm really, really satisfied with how this ended, but this was so good that I want more of it. But it's kind of like a big meal you, you you finish a big meal and you're like, oh my God, that was so good. I want more. But if you eat any more, you're going to make yourself sick. And but if you wait till the next day, <laughs> you can have another big meal and feel be totally happy with it. Probably not the next day, but like give it a bit of a buffer. Well, yeah, but like in anime, that'd be like maybe a season or two, right? But I mean, like um, there's, I love the Mistborn series by Brandon Sanderson. So good. The first trilogy blew my mind away. And then he came out with another, another trilogy set in the same universe, but 300 years after. And it just wasn't the same. And I know he's not trying to write the same books, but the fact that it's within the same universe promises certain things that I just felt like, I just, I just think even if I wanted more, I would think I would have been happier not having more. And so if a story completely finishes off, because as we said, this one doesn't finish the story completely. True. Like if a story did completely finish off and then released more, I don't know if I'd like that or not. Like I was talking to a friend today and she was saying how um, there's actually a sequel to Fruits Basket manga. I've never read the original. But even still, like I'd never heard of a sequel to it. Yep. And she was saying, yeah, it's actually about their kids, but it's only three volumes long and it doesn't actually, it's not actually that good. And so again, having that extra kind of ruined, well, not ruined, but it, it has an impact on the original feel, I feel. And if there's a big enough gap in between them, having a canon follow-up can taint whatever you imagined for the characters. Mm, yeah. Which is annoying. So I think that's why fan fiction such, so like fan fiction and fan art is so loved is because it lets people imagine what happens after a story is finished. Yes. And then you release Boruto. And then you release Boruto. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Naruto wasn't any good anyway, so it just... It's just bad on top of bad in that case, so it doesn't really matter. Fair enough. So with something like <laughs> Mistborn, was there a gap in between the two trilogies? There was. There was a massive gap. Not, not like in story time period. You said there's a 300-year yeah. period, but there was an actual world, our world gap in between yes. when the books came out. A couple of years, I think. I think that's part of the trick, is that you kind of, you have to give it a second to rest, but you still have to strike while the iron is hot. For instance, like you and I are both really pumped right now for a season two of this. Mm -hmm. But if a season two came out in a couple of years, mm, yeah, no. Like a series, an anime that I really liked was Full Metal Panic. I really enjoyed Full Metal Panic. I really enjoyed uh, the spinoff Fumofu. And then I don't know, last year or something, the long-awaited sequel finally came out. It and did. I couldn't care less about it. Maybe it wasn't last year. Maybe it was two years ago. But it did. Yes. Oh, a sequel to. Like the written, like a sequel to proper Full Metal Panic, not even the comedy bits of it, just the actual hmm. story came out. And I was like, oh, it's Full Metal Panic. And I watched an episode and then I just didn't care. Yeah. There, it had been too long that I had gotten over my buzz for it. And it was, you know, a fond memory, but it wasn't something that I cared about mm -hmm. anymore. Kind of like Foodie Cootie. That was what I came out with. Shoot, I came out with two more seasons and I didn't watch either of them. Oh, they came out with the other second one? Oh, I yeah, think no. so. I don't I, know. I remember we were watching it. I think we watched the first episode in a hotel during Sakurakon. Yeah, it was the uh, April Fool's gag on Toonami. Yeah. They showed and it without it subtitles. Like, oh, that was good. 
I and then that was it. <laughs> I didn't even think that. I saw that first episode. And I was like, Ugh, we should have left this as the original OVA. <laughs> well, I'm particular and very judgmental. You are peculiar and judgmental. Yes. I don't think I said peculiar. I think you did. That's what I heard. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think there definitely is a bit of a. You have to let sleeping dogs lie. <sighs> let sleeping dogs lie, but also if you're going to do something. Don't make, don't put out so much immediately that people get just fatigued. Oh yeah. That's a huge problem. Cause like that, well. like I'll be honest, like right completely off topic, but I'll be honest. I am pretty much mentally checked out of everything Marvel right now. Like movie wise. Yeah. It had a conclusion. Endgame ended it. And I was pretty satisfied with that. And you know, the next Spider-Man was fun. It's kind of doing its own thing, kind of not. But you know, when they're announcing all these things are coming up for it, I'm kind of like, I think I'm done. I kind of want to keep watching them. I, know, I, mean, I also know what you mean. It's like I, I probably will to some extent, but even even before Endgame, there was a few movies in there. Like I don't think I saw, I didn't see Ant Man and the Wasp in the theater just because it was too much, too fast, too furious. Mm. When it was like one a year or one every six months, that was something. Because again, it you even were once every six months is quite a lot. True, but you they were still at the beginning. It had a lot more of a breather period. Where you could feel the high, kind of write it down. But before it was gone, the next one would be there, mm. you know, drip feeding you that. But then when they kept hitting you over and over, you're just kind of fatigued. So it's, mm. I guess that's the trick is finding that perfect balance in there. Mm. But it's difficult when, oh, this is making us money. When the cash cows come, that's when that's the real danger. And I've seen that with a certain supernatural series of games and anime and manga and it doesn't stop coming out it's five years and now it's dead and just let it die it's so it's, bad it's a gif people keep posting of uh the simpsons kid it's already dead exactly but i think i mean okay i think disney made all sorts of mistakes because if you had like maybe interspersed marvel with star wars and put some breather in there for both series i think you could have done a lot better than you did <laughs> And also probably given Star Wars some good directors, but that is completely off the subject. True. Well, they also just went one after another, after another, year after year after year, mm -hmm. despite the fact that there were people complaining and saying, hey, hold up, you guys don't even know what you're doing. They're like, we're making money, so what do we care? Money. Money. But the flip side. The flip side? The flip side, because to draw this back into what we're talking about, this is a gacha game. Mm, and, it makes them lots of money. But how they make a lot of money is by constantly putting out new girls to chase after. Mm -hmm. We, you and I were just watching a video about that. Were we? Uh, the Game Maker's Toolkit. Oh, yeah. Where he was talking about how, like, with MMOs, and he didn't say it, but with gacha games, each new patch has to have something new to chase after because they become so reliant on that dopamine hit that as soon as you remove that, people don't actually care about the game anymore. Mm -hmm. But they definitely, I feel like this game is probably successful because A, they made an anime about it. But the interesting thing I noticed is this anime is made by Cybird Productions. I don't know what that means. Cybird are the company that made the game, which means they have their own production company for anime. So they've produced their own anime for their own series rather than hiring another studio like A1 Pictures. Okay. So they've actually... They, it's clearly bringing in enough money that they thought investing in an anime for this gacha game would be a good way to tie it in. And plus you've got like, as I said, figurines. Manga. Manga, the Blu-ray. I'm pretty sure the, the Blu-ray for this is probably going to be really popular. And expensive, like every other Blu-ray in this country. Yeah. Uh, 
So it's a great way to tie in that multimedia in a very sensible way because it's going to make the money. And I think diversifying that way is a bit better because you're getting different hits. Mm, Sorry yes. to continue with my drug allegory here. Yeah, but gacha games are a drug. That's how they work is it's that dopamine hit. But you're because it's coming different ways. Mm. It's not like, um, uh, to borrow another one, Token Rambu, which is the one about swords becoming pretty boys. Mm. That one had two anime in the same season. Did it? Yes. Wow. When that one had an anime come out, they had two anime in the same season come out. That's a little much. And that's just, you're splitting your own base in a way. It's too much to, I mean, I guess for the diehards, it's never enough. But to anyone else, it's just too much in one mm. go. It doesn't work. I guess also um, another reason I was actually going back to this anime skeptical of it originally is because you said it was based on a mobile game. And as I said, anime spin-offs of games tend to be really bad because they know they don't have to put as much effort in in order to get it to be, like, at least get it to sell because you have, as you said, your diehard fans. But I feel like this was definitely catered to people who weren't into the game, but can also be enjoyed by people who are into the game because you had your drops of, of all your your every single, like, gacha girl. Yeah, I can't think of another phone game turned into an anime. That was good. That either I've watched or was good. I can think of a couple of anime that were based on other media that became phone games, like Love Live. But, I mean, what else was there? Puzzle, Puzzle Dora, Puzzle and Dragons had an anime. Did it? Yeah, it was definitely aimed at younger kids, though. Uh, it was more like a Digimon Pokemon style type game. Yeah. Oh, anime. Yes, anime. Sorry. Um, I'm trying to think. But like all the other big, I think Bang Dream is getting an anime or something. What's Bang Dream? Bang Dream is another, it's... That sounds like the kind of game I'd play with Fujoshi <laughs> Trash Talk. It's, it's, there's a bunch of different bands and you do gacha to get the girls to fill out the bands and then you do songs. Oh. It's kind of a tap mini game. I played it for a while. It was actually pretty fun. But I also realized that I was kind of going, oh, I've got stamina. Oh, I've got to try to finish this event. And I was like, no, no. You were no. sucked in. As soon as I start setting my schedule around a game, that's time to quit that game. <laughs> I have enough vices. I don't need to add another one. Do you have any vices? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, oh, Wes, you should play some games. You're like, nah, I'm not going to touch the PlayStation like ever. But I guess you play all your games on evidently mobile. I haven't in a while. I have not installed a single mobile game since I got this new phone of mine, whenever that was. Wow. Trying, going. To, trying to stay clean, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've done my time. I uh, Google is rubbish because I'm trying to look up other mobile games or anime that are, that are based on mobile games, but it's giving me mobile games that are based on anime instead. Yeah, I think Bang Dream got one, but that's really the only other one that I might go check out. But even still, if you're trying to balance a cast of... A bajillion. However many characters it is. Now in that one, you only have a certain number of bands, so there's only a certain number of girls whatever but it's still it's hmm. Mm -hmm. interestingly enough this anime was uh sorry not anime the game princess connect redive um was only released in asia it's only out in chinese and japanese i think southeast asia yeah so i guess if you want to play it you're gonna have to get yourself a japanese google account mm -hmm. or then, go then find the apk somewhere and then silo it on your phone what does apk mean it's the package name for android apps like an EXE, but for your phone. Yes. My man. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have much else to say other than the fact that I really enjoyed this anime. 
I was pleasantly surprised by this anime. And I really enjoyed watching it with you. Yeah, I enjoyed watching it with me too. Because I was not expecting you to like it. (laughs) (laughs) I was not expecting you to like it either. (laughs) Uh, It's not that I judge your suggestions, I just judge your suggestions. The whole point of this podcast is to judge my suggestions. I judge, yeah, that's true. Promise you normally come up with pretty good suggestions, except for Konosuba. I, A, that was pre-podcast. No, 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 we did an episode about it. Episode zero, where we were talking about things that we watched pre-podcast. Yeah, true. And B, I recommend things that I like, but that I hope that you'll like, based on what I know about you. I I do like most of the things you you recommend. Well, we'll see if you're still saying that after we watch the five-hour Chinese historical kung fu action drama that I'm hoping that we watch. Uh, You've been trying to get me to watch Red Cliff for years. Maybe next time. On the next exciting episode of Otafu Susume. Uh, yay. I can't wait. Well, this was our episode about Princess Connect. Yay. Uh, you can find other podcasts that are like us on our website at www.annabrosecreative.com. Or on Twitter, I guess. At Creative. You can listen to some of the other podcasts, like Fujoshi Trash Talk, which you probably don't want to listen to. Or Annie Bros. Prime. Which you probably don't want to listen to. Break <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, maybe we won't be reviewing that soon. No, no, no. But bye. join us next time. <laughs> bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>